Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone, and the latest installment in our Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. I'm joined today by my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, who has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994, allowing Mother, in her distinct voice, to share universal truth and lend guidance for the human journey. If you've ever wondered if you receive guidance from Spirit for your life or a situation, today's discussion will be on that very topic, guidance. If you're new to the show, Danielle and Mother join me on the second Wednesday of each month at 3 p.m. Eastern. After a brief discussion with Danielle, she will allow Mother to come through to speak. Please note that we do not take live calls from listeners during segments with Mother Mary. Danielle has connected people worldwide with Mother's love and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. Visit BelovedPublications.com to learn more about Danielle and Mother's courses and events and to purchase their book, Mother Mary's Pathway to Love, Building a Loving Relationship with Yourself that Will Transform Your Life. If you'd like to follow Mother's teachings more closely, you can do that in several ways. First, you can tune into Danielle and Mother's appearances on Conscious Talk Radio on the second Friday of each month. Simply visit ConsciousTalk.net to access those segments. You can be sure to visit Mother's, Mother Mary's channel on YouTube to access tremendously profound videos of Mother speaking on a variety of subjects. New videos are uploaded every two weeks. And again, the name of that channel is Mother Mary Channel, and that's on YouTube. Lastly, you can go to my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com, and you can review the archives of our discussions. We would welcome your thoughts and feedback, and I've put together a complete list of links to my segments, to the videos, and I also have a link to Conscious Talk. So you can just go to that one place, and it's all concise, and just click around and see where you want to go and pick those topics that are most important to you. So today we're talking about guidance. And I feel we are always being guided, even if we don't recognize that, especially for those of you who haven't developed reliable skills in psychic ability, mediumship, channeling, clairvoyance, clairaudience, or any of the other clairs. I feel there's a number of ways we receive guidance. I think it's important to point out that we have free will and we can choose to ignore an impulse or an idea. We can delay in acting upon it, or we can reject it outright. But don't give up. You know, Just keep trying to build that muscle of being open to receiving, because whoever is guiding you, they will keep trying. What I like to do is I endeavor to have and maintain a strong connection to spirit in order to be open to guidance in whatever form it is offered me. And we're going to talk about different ways in which guidance can be offered. Okay, so let's welcome Danielle back to the show. Hello, my dear. Exciting Hello, to be with you again. Charlotte. It is so fantastic to be with you today, as always. Mm. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited about this one because my situation is unique in that I am being given guidance and I'm following it, but it's a step-by-step process. We can't get all the answers at once. So it can be a little daunting sometimes. Have you had that experience? Oh, my gosh, like, yes. Like with this finding your house? This is such a big subject topic for me. Um, So, uh, yes, receiving guidance, knowing when I'm being guided, 
uh, following that guidance, that has been a big part of the last 25 years of my life. And so uh, whether you knew it or not, when you introduced, when you talked to, asked me if I wanted to focus on this subject today, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is a good one. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm sure. I, no, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm sure she's spoken about it before, but she had indicated on another segment last year that she never duplicates. So perhaps something fresh or new will come through for this for all of us to absorb today. That was um. That's what I wanted to say. Definitely. Well, it's not that she doesn't duplicate uh, in in some things. Of course, there are certain core aspects of her teachings that come forth again and again, but she never gives, like, say, if you were to create a particular workshop and you would teach that in five different cities, but it would really be the same workshop, you know, and and you wouldn't deviate so much from what you had created. Right. She tends to, you know, you can have the same theme, but the way she teaches about it or presents it can deviate pretty wildly but and and yet the core is can be very similar does that make sense oh sure Mm -hmm. yeah so Mm -hmm. she's bringing all kinds of new stuff into the same subjects over and over again because I guess really there's only two subjects right love and fear that's (laughs) about it absolutely everything (laughs) else kind of you know divides into those two uh, categories those two Um, categories yeah Mm -hmm. but i I, what struck me today, or when, you know, you, uh, when we communicated about this subject, and of course I woke up with it on my mind and in my heart, and what I think is so important to convey first off, like very first off, It's been my experience, and please correct me if you've had a different experience, but it's been my experience that no matter how talented someone is as a psychic or a channel or a medium or, you know, what, however open to spirit uh, in in a variety of ways people are gifted, uh, when it comes to themselves, hearing uh, that guidance, for oneself is the biggest challenge. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, I've known some extremely talented uh, psychics and channels. I mean, just extraordinary. And their lives are a mess, you know, or yeah. they're struggling with the same stuff that I was struggling with at the time or everybody else in the room was struggling with. And I, I make that very clear um, throughout my work that I don't feel I have any particular advantage because just because I'm the channel. Um, you know, for example, you, Charlotte, have recently developed uh, just as powerful and as strong a relationship with Mother that, that I have. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not really... Because she loves us all unconditionally, nobody gets an advantage when it comes to having a relationship with the divine. Like, I, and I believe that's a big part of what, in modern times, they're trying to dispel. Like, okay, yes, maybe the guru um, is more evolved as a human being than I am, and they have a greater ability to connect with spirit because they have evolved. But from spirit's side, they're not showing any advantage or special, uh, special treatment. And am I, am I being, making myself clear? Am I saying that well, or is that confusing? Perfectly, perfectly clear because, and we, and we've touched on this before in that we don't get special favors just because this is the work that we do. Right. And and so what I'm learning and and I totally agree with what you're saying, how one person can be more evolved or spiritually enlightened, but from their perspective we're all the same light and we all still have the same challenges because we're in the body and then the ego or shadow is going to be part of that experience. And so yeah. 
to use myself as an example because, you know, some of my clients say, my goodness, how blessed is your life? And I say, yes, it is. However, if you knew all of it, you wouldn't wouldn't see me as lucky at all because of my challenges. So what I've been learning lately with the guidance I've been receiving is coming to peace at a deeper level with my life experiences, which were extremely challenging. I burned off four lifetimes of karma before the age of 33. And so it was very compact and very, um, feel a picture. Oh, here it is. Picture when you're in a dream and you're running down a hallway and there's nowhere to go path you're on. And then the end of the hallway seems to get further and further. And so it was very challenging to, and it felt like I was being, me to stick to whatever this path was, whether I liked it or not, whatever I was observing and learning and understanding about human behavior. So where I am now is in receiving guidance in that step-by-step way to come to a deeper understanding of myself. And I think that's largely the goal because what else is there to being human than to come here to get closer to God and know thyself, to learn more about yourself. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, totally, totally. And, um, you know, and sometimes I think it can be (laughs) almost a disadvantage to be the channel or the psychic. Well, okay, let me just speak for myself. But in the beginning, when I first started channeling, um, I wanted so desperately for it to be a certain way. Uh, I wanted to channel like the way my mentor uh, was a full body channel where she would go, uh, she would lose consciousness and her uh, deity or entity uh, was just the only one at home in the body, you know, when she was uh, channeling. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I thought that was the right way. You know, that was the, that was the way it should be done. That was the goal or like I was striving to create that no matter how many times mother said, that's not what we're going to do. I just stubbornly, you know, clung to these ideas because they really, um, they played on my own insecurities, my feelings of not being enough. I'm not doing it right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. And I also wanted to receive guidance in verbal form. Like I was so attached to that. And no matter how many times in the beginning, mother kept saying, don't get attached to that because that's not really where we're going. <laughs> it's not really where we're heading, both mm-hmm. for our personal relationship and, you know, the work that we're going to do together. But I wanted facts. I wanted information. I wanted <laughs> to, be able to say, like, words, you know, that were very just yes. profound to other people and also you know, to feel that um, I was getting, I had access to special guidance that would make me special and would solve all my problems. Uh, I just got really twisted up in all of that in the beginning, and I got myself into quite a bit of trouble um, mm-hmm. personally because. I was determined, you know, to have that special guidance from me. Uh, and it was not, really was not where we were going. And so I wanted to, I guess my desire today was to make clear that guidance comes in so many different forms. And I think it's easy to get Um, attached or focused or like, you know, demanding that the guidance show up in a certain way. And then oftentimes what I would do is I would reject the guidance because it didn't come in the form or the format that I wanted it to come in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a, I think when you decide as a person that you do want to receive guidance, um, whether it's from in your own mind, just uh, some power greater than yourself, some higher power uh, or a specific, you know, guide angel or, you know, uh, 
spirit guide, spirit, deity, you know, entity, whatever. You know, when mm-hmm. you make that decision, for me, I believe that there's a certain level of surrender that goes along with that decision. You know, it's like, or or maybe you could look at it as responsibility, you know, um, that there's a level of personal responsibility that comes with uh, taking that on. I remember Mother telling someone decades ago, and I mean decades ago, she, uh, it still is an extraordinarily talented individual. Oh, my gosh, she's just amazing. Um, and But for a long time, she kept calling to her all this higher energy, you know, uh, she was just very, very gifted, but she was not taking personal responsibility and she was not really using the guidance for her own life to really do the inner shifting and, you know, and use it for her own life. Mm-hmm. And as a result, she kept having more problems as a result of her spiritual pursuits. Like they weren't helping her. They were not, you know, they were not enhancing their life, her life. They became more of a detriment because all this higher energy was clashing with her really low vibration level choices. And so mother said, you need to step back a little bit from the higher energy and decide, you know, is this really what you want to do in your life? Because if it is, you have to take responsibility for that. You know, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't buy a 13-year-old child uh, a sports car without teaching it to drive and just put it, let, it get behind the, let that child get behind the wheel and, and get onto the freeway. You know, it's just, so you have to balance what you're asking for with what mm-hmm. you're willing to do with it once you have it. Um, I remember reading about, are you familiar with Edgar Casey, The Sleeping Channel? Sure, sure. Well, I remember reading about how so many people sought out his, uh, or the spirit that came through him, uh, the advice, and it was so, so much of it was focused on accumulating wealth. And uh, stock market tips, and and the spirit gave it. You know, a lot of, made a lot of people wealthy, <laughs> very very wealthy, and mm-hmm. uh, and all this. And I thought, you know, that's not that's a lot of what I was doing. You know, what I really wanted from spirit in the beginning, from mother, and before mother came to me, I worked with an angel who prepared the way for mother to come, and. You know, there was a part of me that really just wanted stock tips. You know, I wanted enough guidance and information, really information. I had to come, at a certain point, I had to face my shadow and say, what am I really asking for here? Am I asking for guidance or am I asking for information? And that really changed everything for me, everything for me. And that's when I really started to feel the guidance, like feel the guidance that I was getting. Um, Because there was a period where I really was just wanting information, like stock tips, not that specific information, but that's what I always equate it with, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. How can you give me enough information so that I can be wealthy find my soulmate and live happily ever after. Like that's really all I wanted and stay thin. Of course, in my case, <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, to, how to stay thin forevermore. Like, right. So that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I was calling guidance, but I was really just asking for information. Right. And once I shifted and then I wouldn't feel it and I get angry and you're not really here and you've abandoned me. And, mm-hmm. and then when I got serious about, about receiving guidance, that's when everything shifted. When I took responsibility for what I was really asking for, then I started to 
feel the difference between guidance and information. And that's now I understand that's what mother was trying to tell me. But she is not being channeled through me for information purposes. She is coming through me for guidance purposes, both for myself and for the people that, you know, come to me for, uh, for that connection with her. Right. So, yeah. So that's the, that's what really struck me today. It, it strikes me every day because I'm in daily dialogue with different um, people. And I'm hearing the echo again. I'll, I'll just have to do some editing. It's okay. But so similar to your experience, you know, when Jesus came through, and I got used to the idea because I had such low self-esteem, I couldn't believe it. And so I want to make this point that a lot of times the thing we wish for the most can often be the thing that we're most afraid of. Oh, because for sure. <laughs> what if you got what if you got what you really wanted, right? Could you, like Danielle is saying, could you take responsibility for whatever you receive and could you um, embrace that, own it, and follow it? without question and that can be the hard part so it gets a little wobbly because we feel because of shadow or ego we do feel that there's a certain percentage of life that's all up to us that we can't rely on spirit so when you say that the way you said it Danielle what really changed for me like for you is when I got used to the idea that you know he's trying to guide you through this right and and then you feel that sense of safety and support where when you are asking for one thing, you but you receive another and you get angry and you're like, but I don't want this. And why is this happening to me? The hard part for me in the beginning, I wanted to understand who I was and why my life was the way it was with all those challenges. And so he would give me information, which was great, but he also cautioned me on one very specific thing early on. He said, do not wish for a life of ease because our lives are all written a certain way. We have a contract and written in that contract are the challenges that we signed up to experience. You had yours, you've had your tragedies, I've had mine. And so those are ordained. That's the way our lives were written. So being able to receive guidance is not going to absolve you of your challenges because you already have a contract in place to move through those challenges in the best way you can in any given moment. And so to, to kind of, what's the word to kind of balance things out when you're asking for guidance, be clear about what you're asking for. And I'm having a deja vu moment, but (laughs) like, like Danielle was saying, are you asking for information? Are you asking, do you want the answer to a question or do you want the guidance so that you can go through your situation with clarity and consciousness, that should be the goal. But we can always ask other things. In my notes, one of my things is when I go to eat something, I I got used to early on not making major decisions for myself because I was able to receive guidance. So I've developed quite the habit. So when I go to eat something, I ask my body, mm. should I eat this or should I eat that? And I let my body answer it knowing that the information is going to come from a higher source. And so my brain doesn't have to dispute it. I can just say, not really in the mood for that, but okay, if that's what I need, that's what I'll do. It's what you need. It's all about what you need. And, and so how does the that guidance feel? you get. How does that feel when you ask your body and you, yeah. know, you say, hey, do you want this or that? And, mm-hmm. and how, how does it feel inside of you when the choice is made through your body? I feel a stillness. There's something clicks into place because I'm in alignment mm-hmm. with it. And yeah. so I, and then when I eat that food, I feel there's the energy of the food. And then I feel if perhaps I'm feeling maybe a little tired one day or sluggish and I say, well, okay, well, what is, what do you need? What, what does your body want? And I ask, and then it could be like the kale or it could be fish or salmon. You know, perhaps mm-hmm. I need a specific protein, but I let my body determine that instead of me saying in my mind, what am I in the mood for? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So it's about me versus once again. That is so important. That is so mm-hmm. important. Because the mind often doesn't know what the body needs. 
you know, science is starting to uh, conclude that your digestive system, your all, the whole system, right, is mm-hmm. your second brain. Interesting. Like, the implications of that are kind of mind-blowing, right? So if you're asking your body, you know, you're asking the very system that is in charge of, of ingesting food, beverage, you know, whatever, and, and knows exactly what to do with it so that the rest of your body is thriving. So instead of asking your, your head brain, you're asking your belly brain. <laughs> okay, that's cute. But keep in mind, and many of us have experienced this, the mind can override the body in terms of overeating, undereating, eating the, oh, yeah. making wrong food choices. And so the, the one brain can become dominant. If we're if we're going to use the you know the brain terminology, the one brain becomes dominant and then overrides the needs of the body, and that's when you run into health issues or weight issues. Yeah. And how does that feel when you're when you're overriding the guidance? I mean, we can stick with the food analogy and the body analogy, but how, <clears throat> how does that feel for you when you get fairly clear guidance or you're pretty sure that this one thing is the right way to go and you say nope, I'm going this way. Like, how does that feel? Well, I think in the beginning, I, I might have felt that way, like a defiance almost. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rather used to it. And, and like I said, I've built a habit of asking rather than trying to decide uh, with what little data I have about the situation. Ask. And no matter what form the answer comes, and I'll go through a small list in a moment, but um, – Lately, I'll, I want to. I'll, I'll go to like this portion of my life, like this year. So lately, I can get guidance on what to do next and this step-by-step thing, um, without having a plan. It's just okay. Go get some boxes. So, okay, well, I'll do that tomorrow. And then maybe the next day, I'm like, I don't feel like it. My emotions get in the way. Mm. And so, and then I'm prompted again, gently. And then, and then I get up and I go and, and I, it works out and I get a whole bunch of boxes and I start packing and making decisions about what to throw away. And there's, there's this thing that kind of pulls you down with, but where is this going? What's this all leading to? So it's like being guided down a, down a path with your eyes closed and just holding someone's hand, but kind of being afraid of that, that tree branch popping out of nowhere or stumbling over something so there's fear involved and so I find that I have to relinquish frequently my ego and then let go of fear clear out emotions that are creating static in my energy field so that I can surrender to that guidance and do it joyfully yeah and so half of my house is packed up (laughs) only what I need on a daily basis is out in the open and there's more I need to do but there's quite a bit of it yeah the scary thing is that I don't know where I'm going. I just know I'm going. <laughs> and right. so it's, it's that constant reminder to yourself to surrender and yeah. to, to know that guidance would never take you to the wrong place. It would never insult you. It would never put you in harm's way. And so we need to get that trust in place. There's that trust, there's faith, and then there's letting go yeah. for me. And when I do that, then there's there's a joyfulness to it. Yeah, and I feel um, there's a there's a real as you said when there's that moment where it just sort of clicks into place. It's that feeling of rightness, and when I follow the guidance, I really get a boost of energy. And when mm-hmm. I don't follow the guidance. I get, uh, my energy gets depressed. Not, not, that, not necessarily that I go into a depression, but what I mean by that is my energy is depressed. It's like low energy. It, it's tiring. Yes. It's yes. tiring to go against guidance, particularly feel- once you've stepped on that path and you've right. made your interaction with asking for guidance and receiving it sort of a, a regular part of your life. The more you mm-hmm. do it, the more mm-hmm. you feel that real uh, separation between the two. One yes. is life-giving, 
and one feels like life repressing. That's how yes. I always know it, that I'm receiving the guidance and when I'm rejecting the guidance. <laughs> well, clear, and, and, and in my recent experiences, and I, and I want to point out, you know, whether it's direct or subtle guidance, okay? So yes. whether it's something coming directly at you and saying, this is the information you need to move forward, or if it's right. subtle, like in the form of an idea or a, a gut feeling, I'll go through my little list. But what I notice, what I'm quick to notice is that when I don't follow the guidance immediately, I feel guilty. And then that guilt then makes me like, oh, you know better. what And, and because if you've ever had an idea or a hunch to do something, I'll use that example. For instance, recently uh, over, over the summer, I had hurt my ribs. I had bought this podcasting equipment, so I had this big box in front of my desk. And as I walked past it, I said, you know what? You should move that box. What if you trip? You could hurt yourself. And that thought went through my mind several times, and I still didn't do it. So what happened? I fell and went right into my ribs, went right into the corner of the box. And I was in pain for a couple of weeks. Ooh, so wow. it's that, why didn't you listen? You know better than this. You've been doing right. this since you were a kid, you know, that kind of thing. And then when, when I get guidance and I, this is an important distinction because I want, I want to try to help everybody know when they're getting guidance because yeah. The way we started out, you know, we're always being guided, but how do you know? Okay, so right. one of my clearest indicators is that when I have either an idea or mm-hmm. a hunch or an impulse, I get filled with excitement. I get filled with excitement, and then possibilities start presenting themselves in my mind. And then I feel empowered, like, yes, you can do this. Do you want to do this? Yeah, I, I would really like that experience. And so that's a clear indicator that you are connecting with that guidance but let me go through the quick the quick um list i made so there's outside of psychic ability okay there's signs from nature i'm hugely into synchronicity um and things that you see and witness and observe whether it's license plates um something somebody says as you're walking down the street and you happen to overhear it there is a book i want to recommend to everybody especially if you're new to the show it's called everyday oracles Decoding the Divine Messages that Are All Around Us, and it's by Anne B. McQuaid, M-C-Q-U-A-D-E, and you can find that on Amazon. I had Anne on the show in 2014, and she provides a thorough exploration of different forms of synchronicity, so I think that will help. Then, of course, there's always ideas, inspired thoughts, sudden impulses. Um, I had a student who, in my A Course in Miracles class, who I was, I was trying to get everybody to kind of build up their intuition and, and feel guidance from spirit. And so she was walking down the street and something told her to go into a man's barbershop. Having no reason to go to into a man's barbershop, she thought she'd just keep going, but it was insistent. And she was out of work. So she goes into the barbershop and she's looking at magazines, not really understanding why she's there when she overhears a conversation that someone in the area was hiring on their farm and she was a horse handler. So she got the job just like that. (laughs) So she just walked up and said, hi, I'm looking for a job like that. And he hired her on the spot. So there's really cool examples. Also the hunches, gut feelings, something tells you to do something or avoid something like a foreboding feeling like, Oh, I better not go out tonight or I better not go there or do something. But there's Mm -hmm. one interesting example I have, and I thought you'd find it funny. It's great that I have someone that I can go to and say, what is it, what's it mean for when this happens in life? And what is that? But sometimes I like to, I like to find, I like to figure things out for myself for a little while. So I'll sit with something for a day or two and just kind of sift through it, dissect it, analyze it, put it back together, see if it fits. And then, and then when I, you know, kind of give up and I'm like, okay, so am I getting close? So one day I was sitting out on my back patio. And I was wondering about something. I was just mulling something over in my mind. I wasn't at a point where I wanted to ask a question or could formulate one. I was just wondering about some aspect of life or the ego. Yeah. Sliding glass door opens. Alan comes out, sits down, and starts explaining it. (laughs) And my jaw dropped. And I said, you were in there watching a rerun of Law and Order. What even made you think of this? 
and it was profound. I can't for the life of me of me remember what it was specifically. Yeah. But he just came out and started rattling it off. He's staring down at the concrete, and he's like, "Yeah, and it works like this, and this happens." And I'm like, "What? Oh my goodness!" And he doesn't <laughs> even know it. But it was like Jesus talking through him because yeah. I hadn't asked the question. Just there's yeah. so many different ways. Let me hand you the microphone and talk about some of the different ways you can get guidance outside of direct contact with mother. So I love all your examples and I, I too uh, experienced those as well. Um, and it's funny though, with the environmental signs, like, uh, you know, license plates or bumper stickers or nature or animals or whatever, uh, I don't look for it. Uh, and that's, that's, my, that's the trick for me. I don't look for it. I don't try to see the synchronicity. I wait for the synchronicity to reveal itself to me. And that tends to help because, again, for me, it's that uh, if I'm looking for it, it's me wanting information. When I let synchronicity reveal itself to me, it's, that's when I know I'm receiving guidance. So, okay, so you're, you're making a distinction between active searching and being open and allowing. Correct. Right? Yeah, I think, okay. yeah. For me, I tend to, when it comes to guidance, uh, my big effort is to stay open, uh, and open intellectually, open emotionally, open spiritually, open physically, you know, um, to receive that guidance from whomever or wherever or whatever form it takes. I, I don't have an attachment to that anymore. And that's like enough of an effort for me you know, to stay open uh, and to be willing to receive it. So I just trust, at this point, I just trust that it's there. Um, mm-hmm. And my job then is to get myself into, a, into a, a position or a state of being to receive that guidance. And two mm-hmm. of the tools that uh, Mother loves and that I love, these are such great tools, um, so the first one is if I have a choice, like maybe I've got three or four different things mulling around uh, that I'm thinking certain directions I might want to go with our work together, um, and I'm not sure which exactly I want to do, I will ask Mother to please increase my desire for one over another. Like, for example, I'm in the process of get, redoing my website. It's not going to be ready for like six or seven more months. It's going to take a while. But I have narrowed it down to two different web designers. I like them both very, very much, very, very much. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, please increase my desire. Please increase my desire. Now, one was much less expensive. So, it's kind of gotten in the way of my, my uh, being open, right? This is an example of where it was not easy for me to op- be open. But I kept right. asking, please increase my desire. Please increase my desire. Well, I really wanted the more expensive <laughs> designer. I just love them. I love what they were doing. It's a, it's a company. Love what they do. Love their website, you know, and I really like the other person very much. Like, I felt like I could have gotten a great website from them as well. And obviously, my desire for the one kept increasing and increasing and increasing because it took me maybe six or eight months to even decide who I wanted to do my website. So mm-hmm. I, <laughs> but I kept telling myself, oh, they're too expensive, they're too expensive. <laughs> so I reached out. To the less expensive one and said, I'm ready to go. Let's start. the And I, and she said, well, tell me a little bit about your business. And so I wrote <laughs> and she wrote back that she didn't think we'd be a good fit. Oh yeah. She, she decided not to take the job, but it wouldn't be a good fit. And I was like, dang mother, you are real. Okay. Okay. So she had increased my desire, but out of fear, I didn't want to follow her guidance. Right, yeah. and so, so she kind of shut the other avenue down completely. <laughs> I only had the one left. <laughs> so that's just, how that works. That's a me. And then the other tool that I love, and I've been uh, talking about this recently, she introduced this to me 
literally in the beginning of our time together. And I did this for years and years and years. Um, and then she's recently been introducing it again at workshops and, you know, at events uh, that you sit down and you write a letter to her, dear mother, and you just write a letter to her and everything you're feeling. And then you turn over the page, a blank page, and you let her write back to you. And I love that tool so much. It has been one of my favorites forever. And Using, like, you like, automatic writing? Well, yeah, you could think about it as automatic writing, but, you know, you don't have to do use it in that kind of a formalized way. Um, you certainly want to just relax your mind and your heart and, and let her write back. And it's not that every word that gets put on the paper will be directly from mother because, you know, your mind still gets in the way and your own stuff still gets in the way. But you're able to really see the sentences that pop out or the phrases that really pop out. And you, you just know that that's from mother. You know what I mean? Right. It's mm-hmm. like you just know it. Um, and you can, you don't just have to do it with mother. I mean, you can do it with whatever guides, you know, you work with. Uh, but it's just a really great tool. You write them a letter. Dear so-and-so. <laughs> you write up, and at the end, you know, love Danielle, love Charlotte. And then you turn over that page, and then they write back to you, dear Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and then start writing, you know, love Jesus. Hello, beloved one. <laughs> and Jesus really, said that to me in in the beginning oh. about about shutting that other avenue down. He had said, I, I, I'm trying to get away from that echo. He says, I want you to um, close down your meditation classes. I threw a fit. I was like, no, I don't. Why would I do that? I love my students and the look on their faces when they get a revelation. Why would I have to do that? He's, he says, I'm, I'm just asking you, you know, would you do it? No, I don't want to do that. You know, you have this back and forth. And um, I was very upset. I, was, I didn't want to do it. And um, he says, but I said, well, why are you asking me this? He says, because they're holding you back. Mm. I said, how are they holding me back? He says, I need you on a broader platform. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like, but I don't. I need you in bigger venues. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then I said, so how do you want me to do this? He says, I want you to start a radio show. I, said, I don't mm-hmm. know how to do that. And he says, but you will. You will. I said, You'll I, learn. <laughs> I will. So within three days, I had all the information I needed to start the radio show, and within seven or eight days, I had everything down including the logo and the introduction so it fell together once i said yes and committed and i do touch on this subject often on the show um where once you say yes to an idea or commit to an impulse uh, an inspired thought then it falls into place they can help you manifest it but the funny part is that the owner of the studio i like kind of on the fly i had intended to keep my classes going anyway right Uh like i'm going to get away with this and I I called the owner of the studio and I come up with this brilliant marketing plan on how I was going to promote the studio and network with other studios and do the radio show and all this. And she politely listened to my entire plan and she says, it all sounds excellent. I said, Oh, thank you. I worked very hard on this. She says, I have news for you. I said, what's that? She said, I'm closing the studio. (laughs) That's what I said. I couldn't even be upset. I just cracked up laughing. I said, oh, they're funny. They okay. are. Yeah, but they are funny. Up, you bring up a really important point, um, and I think, you know, this is the heart of it. You know you're receiving guidance when you follow that guidance, and things just fall into place very easily. It's not mm. that there's no effort involved, because there's always effort in everything. I mean, just rolling over in bed takes effort, you know. So there's always effort. Breathing takes effort. But it's, it's that feeling of synchronicity. You know, things show up. You, you don't know anything about a radio show. And then three days later, you know how to put on a radio show. You know, it's, it's that um, it's a greater ease when, when I follow the the guidance and this is sort of how I built my trust and my faith 
you know, I started with small things, small following the mother's guidance in very small things in the beginning. And I got that same outcome that it seemed to flow very easily and things fell into place and the right people showed up at the right time. And so then mm-hmm. I was willing to listen and be open to a little more guidance and then follow that. And then mm-hmm. the same thing kept happening every time in that it was fairly easy to follow that guidance because I also feel that our guidance that we receive is based on who we are as people, right? Like what your gifts are that maybe you don't even know what those gifts are, but of course they do. Mm -hmm. And so when they guide you to do certain things in certain ways and with certain people, it's so you can utilize your soul gifts, you know, so that you can focus on what matters to you. And that's different for all of us. So, you know, that's the kind of miracle that that's what we all have in common, even though the guidance is different for each of us and the way we go about uh, following that guidance is different and unique for each of us. And the outcome is different for each of us, but the feeling is very much the same. That feeling of flow, that feeling of ease, that feeling of being in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. Yes. I'll add just one more thing that, popped into my mind so we were talking earlier about surrender and so if the word surrender scares people and I often say you know so we we our minds jump to when we hear the word sur- surrender we can often hear submit submit uh, to something yeah. more powerful than you so it gets scary however yeah. it just fell into alignment where when we surrender that is when we were the most we are the most connected because we're surrendering our fears, our preferences, what have you, attachments. I was That's attached right. to my class. I didn't want to let it go. Yep. And that, that's the irony is when we surrender, that's when we're the most powerful because we're not because surrendering so love. You know, we're not surrendering love. We're not surrendering what we need. We're surrendering, like you said, our fears, our worries, our anxiety, our stress. And when that gets surrendered, the power that flows in is extraordinary. It is. Yeah. It's all about that trust. I mean, and it it takes practice. And even after 16, 17 years of practice, you know, lately I've just been very anxious. And then Mm -hmm. I pull myself down. I let it go. I relax. I get anxious again. I get fearful. Where am I going? You know, that kind of thing. Will I like it? And mother said everything she possibly could in the last transmission. To say, you know, determine what you need, let us co-create that with you, and then perhaps we can throw in a few ones and you wind up with something spectacular. So I've been listening to that almost daily. Oh, yeah. Just to keep myself calm. And it's yeah. not like me because I'm, I'm usually like, what do you want me to do? No problem. I don't ask when, where, how. I don't, I'm trained I, I, and I trust the process. For some reason, this is a little different. It's very strange. Well, I think sometimes very strange. When it's bigger, you know, when it's bigger or, the, or for you personally, if the stakes are higher, if the risk is higher, then uh, maybe that's, you know, the stress that uh, I know for me, when, um, when we take leaps forward, uh, it is stressful. There's no doubt about that. That's a good way of putting it, when the stakes are higher, when you feel you have something to lose. Like she said, not getting what you want and losing what you have. That's right. That's Great right. fear. And yes. lately, my, my dreams have been very vivid and giving me those progress reports. Like, you're doing okay, Charlotte. It's okay. You're incorporating this into your consciousness. You are expanding your horizons as to who and what you want to be. And your role in the world or, you know, whatever it is your mission is to do in this lifetime. And so yeah. I'm getting those those pieces of information by way of the subconscious or the higher self. And then that has a calming effect on me, too. So it's, it's about striking a balance be- between trust and doing your due diligence. I can't pack if I don't go get boxes. That's <laughs> what I did today. 
so so today That's I'm right. standing in, in in the store like hi it's me again can I have more boxes and then yeah. you know they're they're stocking the shelves in the supermarket as fast as they can and I feel like an inconvenience but they were nice about it and I yeah. and I walked out with an entire shopping cart full of boxes and now I have more than enough it just got it gets a little weird when I go to open up my desk to get a, a fresh pen and the desk is empty because I packed it up <laughs> You get a little overzealous there. <laughs> yeah. And and I have a file for you and all the other co-hosts. And I'm like, oh, okay, so we have Daniel uh, to mother, uh, tomorrow and mother. And I go to open the drawer to get the file, and the file's in a box. So I, I kind of wung it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? But I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see um, what what mother would like to add to our yeah, we don't, we don't have too much time left. We just sort of, wow, got super into the yeah. subject. So, but let's let's bring her in and see what she has to say. How about Okay. It? I'll see. Okay. I'll talk to you on the other side. Okay. Hold on just a second. All right, dear. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. Thank you, my daughter. It is wonderful to be here with you and all your listeners. Hmm? It's wonderful to have you once again. I have an idea, my dear, if you'd like to hear it. Hmm? Of course I would. What about if we made this more experiential? How about if I do a short guided meditation to actually provide the feeling of guidance? That would be wonderful. Right, because the two of you have covered the subject beautifully and Mm. uh, with much lively laughter. Mm? So if everyone would close your eyes, And take deep breaths into your body. Slow, deep breaths. So that you feel your belly, your diaphragm, and your lungs expand with each inhalation. And on each exhalation, all the air passes out of your body before you begin the next Inhalation. Let your mind stay focused completely on the sound of your breath moving in and out of your body, quieting the thoughts, relaxing into your being. Feel my presence beside you, 
within you, all around you. A presence that is here and now to comfort, to cherish you, to love and accept you unconditionally. And in each moment where you feel you need it, to offer my guidance, but you never have to accept my guidance in order to have my love. That is unconditional. Always yours, no matter what. Breathe that in. And now that we are one, within your heart, within your soul, within the center of your being, ask me the question, Mother, what is it you wish me to feel right here, right now? And then you may ask, Mother, what do I need to be aware of right here, right now? Stay open and you listen with your heart, listen with your mind, your soul, your body, your emotions, your energetic being. You listen through your hands, your feet your skin. You listen through your eyes, your ears, your mouth. You listen with your whole self. Always trusting that you have free will so that whatever you receive You decide what to do with it.
never a victim, always a co-creator. And my guidance to you can be something as simple as reminding you of my love for you. Or to pay attention to your body. Or to walk into a barber shop that you would never walk into otherwise. Or to listen closely to the bird song today. Let the guidance move past any ideas you might have about how it should look, how it should sound, how it should feel, and let it be what it is, and then decide whether it is right for you or not. Take a deep breath and let go. And another. And let go. Last breath, big breath. And let it all go. Wonderful. You may open your eyes. How did that feel, beloved Charlotte? I just feel so calm and trusting and expanded, aware, um, and less, the, the phrase, never a victim, always a co-creator, really sank in. Mm. Good. Really, really yeah. sank in. Very good, my dear. I love you, you, my daughter. I, I love just, you too, my mother. Thank you. Thank you, beloved. I feel it. And to all those that are listening, I love you. I am with you always. If you have need of me or desire me as a part of your life, all you need to do is open yourself and ask, and I will be there. Hmm? Namaste. Namaste, Mother. That was lovely. Yes, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I feel dreamy. Hmm. That's a great word. <laughs> like like I just woke up from a from a very satisfying nap. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's a great way to put it. And I yeah. and I'm one I'm wondering if the listeners had a similar experience to me, so I'll describe it. Um so she said to ask, What is it um I should feel right now, I believe is pardon me if I picked the wrong words. But anyway, it was about feelings. So I wrote the answer real quick. I kind of peaked. And it was trust and excitement was the answer. Mm -hmm. And then she said, the second question was, and what should I be aware of? And the answer that came to me was that you are endlessly, endlessly supported. Mm -hmm. And then I could feel myself rocking from side to side as if she had her arms around me and was rocking me like a baby. Oh, that's so beautiful. See, I, t I would take that over information any day, even though, yes, at times I need information and it's given and I'm 
so unbelievably grateful. But that's really what powers my life, what you were just describing. And if you notice, she called me her daughter twice. Yeah, she does that sometimes with people and calls them their son, her son, her daughter. Instead of just child or beloved child or beloved one, she'll say son or daughter. It's so lovely. (laughs) It is. I don't think I've experienced that. And that when when the words come out, like, you know, I'm thinking about what I want to say. I just felt like I was being rocked like a baby. But Mm -hmm. I hadn't thought that. The words just came out. And then I hear, oh, she said my daughter. And oh, my goodness. Very profound. Yeah. And, and. Uh, what an amazing compliment that we covered so much so beautifully that she wanted to do an experience and experiential stuff. I love it. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, nice. (laughs) Bonus. So then the listeners, they can download this and if they need support in that way and want to do this meditation, because we did have that three minute experience that's on the website. Um, then, you know, it'll be available to where if you're feeling troubled or down and you need her and you want to hear her voice, then you can do that. Ooh, good one. Great show. And it's our last one for 2017. And the next time I talk to you, I will be older. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday's on Christmas? Yeah. Well, uh, happy birthday. Thank you. That's um, exciting. Your big five O. My big five O and it's it's funny. Okay, so there's this anxiety of okay, I'll do everything you say, but I just don't know where I'm going and I'm a Capricorn and I need a plan. Mm-hmm. Um but there's also this excitement. I can't wait for it to get here mm-hmm. because I feel like my whole world is opening up. And so when I was talking about, you know, your life is written a certain way there is free will to make choices but there are certain things that are ordained that you experience and so one of those things written into my contract according to the guidance i received is that on my 50th birthday it's like everything changes mm. so i'm looking forward to that that's so coming exciting. out of, yeah coming out of Very a difficult nice. phase yeah yeah it's time for charlotte to shine <laughs> Even brighter than you already do. Oh, that's sweet. That's, that's sweet. Well, well have I, a wonderful day and a wonderful rest of your year. And uh, you do the same. Thank you, my dear. We'll be connecting next month, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, Very exciting. Thank you for all your contributions this year, as always. What a beautiful job you do with explaining things and how much fun it is just to talk to you. It's just a pleasure to have you on the show. So I will be speaking to you in January. Yeah, you're very welcome. Okay. All right. You take care and we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye, hon. Bye. All right, everyone. If you would like to visit the website, it's belovedpublications.com. Go and peruse all that's available. SpiritualInsightsRadio.com is where you can listen to all the other transmissions in addition to other shows with other co-hosts. Review the products and services. There are free downloads. There are prayers. Hopefully I'm providing all that you need. If not, send me a note. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you need. And if it's something I can fulfill, I will happily do it. Thank you all so much for tuning in and for participating. In this and all the segments, have a wonderful rest of 2017. God bless and be at peace.